Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody, this is Lloyd Spence, and football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is betonline.ag. Man, you can clean up the betonline.ag. Did y'all hear about that dude that was streaking in the Super Bowl? Streaked and paid the fine of $1,000, won 374000 Come on, y'all. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. And BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything you can imagine, just like streaking in the Super Bowl. And, of course, the 24-hour online casino. So head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. But don't go streaking. It's not worth it. Tell them the noisemaker sent you. You are now listening to Believe in the ACC with my husband, Mr. Talking Noise, Lloyd Spence, and our brother, Heisman Trophy and Florida State legend, Charlie Ward. And now, Lloyd and Charlie. Go get them, fellas. Glad to be here with you on this uh, lovely Monday. If we're live on Facebook and YouTube, it's Monday. If you're listening to this on podcast, glad to be here with you on this Tuesday. You know what I mean? But that's just how it works. Uh, you choose how you want to listen to the show. We don't choose that for you. You choose that yourself. <laughs> but it's glad to be here with you, my brothers. Charlie Hello, Walker, Haskins. We are here talking about ACC everything. Yeah. Hey, I have a question. Right off the top, Charlie has a question. Here we go. Yeah. The, uh, the uh, promo video. Yeah. The be okay. ready. No, not of me. Oh. Uh, there is one of you. So again, there is one of you. You know that, right? Did you see that yeah, one? I see that. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm after looking at all the plays, I'm trying to remember them all. Uh, okay, ninety-five percent of them. Got a couple zero blitzes in there. <laughs> um, got got away from a couple of those, and but I wanted to go back to the be ready. Deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why do you always have to have one knucklehead in the whole deal? Because <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a football team without one. <laughs> Who was the knucklehead? Who you going? You call the knucklehead? The one that's that has the the the, the wrong fingers pointing. <laughs> Did he have the fingers up? Yeah, I didn't even see the middles. Yeah, I, I think I, I think he did have it up there for a second. He like yeah, kind of spun around. Yeah, I thought I saw it, but I wasn't for sure. But Sister Charlie saw it too, and then yeah. Then, oh, yeah. I gotta go back and watch it because I wouldn't have <laughs> put that up if I'd have known he had the middle. I, I, I like I like the first part. I mean, you know that was nice. Yeah, I hope they hope they won a the game. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> There's nothing more embarrassing than losing the game. You just said we were ready. <laughs> we're not ready, sir. What do you know? The other team was more ready. The other team was far more ready than you were. I did not see the middles. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the video again. For those okay. listening on the podcast, there's a big. We do a promo to start the show. We do little videos and stuff. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, so 
Uh, we showed a new one tonight, and apparently one of the guys had the middles up. Shame on you, yeah. young man, for putting the middles up. It could have been like Richard Pryor moving, and he stuck up the wrong finger. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though. There's always one knucklehead. There's always one. Uh, you have yeah. to have one on a football team. Well, think about this, the Cam Newton thing. You got the one knucklehead. Everybody else seemed like a, you know, a decent team, and they they solid, and they and then you got the one knucklehead. You're you're a free agent, right? In the NFL, bro. Right, <laughs> right. right. He's a free agent in the NFL. You forgot that part. <laughs> like every player here would love to be a free agent in the NFL. Hey, that's I, I, I agree, <laughs> and that's the reason why when I tell my story about Michael Jordan ducking on me, I'm like very very proud. <laughs> right, because he did it in an NBA game. Exactly. Right. That you were playing in. That you were staying on the court in. Right. You have paid to get dunked on. By if the worst thing that happens to you in your life is <laughs> you become a highlight to Michael Jordan, you've led a pretty good life. I'm good with, I'm good with that. Yeah, you've led a pretty good life. So that's that's not a bad thing. So I'm not, I'm not sure. That, I didn't make the documentary, though. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hot and salty about that part. Well, <laughs> Did you want man LeBrafford made it? Oh, I'm sorry. I did. I did make the documentary. Just not getting dunked on. <laughs> what, what, what were you in in the documentary? Were you in one of the plays? Yes. When he made a spin move, and I went to try to strip him, uh, and let it, I let him go by. It was poor defense, but wait a minute. Hold on. Is that the one when he dunked on Ewing? No. I was just going to say, are you the reason that you ain't got dunked on? No, I, I, I wasn't in that one. Okay. That was before me. Which play <laughs> was this then, Charlie? Uh, it was, he was just dribbling down the lane, and he spun, and I tried to go for the steal on the spin. Yeah. I missed it, and he just laid it in. Well, listen, you were one of many, Charlie, so don't take it personally. <laughs> hey, I'm not. It, it's not like that was a, a brand-new movie he tried out on you. So, <laughs> you know, you got, There's a lot of guys. Listen, you can fill up a room with the guys that have that story. Yeah, I went for the spin and just – I don't know what happened, man. I Did it trash talk you a lot, Charlie? No, because I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't talk back. So nobody, yeah. nobody wanted to talk. <laughs> I did slide a few of them in there just in passing on some of the guys. It was just in passing though. Who did who did you who did you have to say something to? Like you just you had to say something to him. Um the guys I did not want to say anything to were the guys who had green lights. So right, you know, right. like uh, Ellen Iverson. Oh god. Um uh, you don't say much to him because that just Gets him going, right? Um, and because he has a green light, right? Stephon Marbury is another guy you don't want to say much to, because uh, he has a green light. Tim Hardaway, you can say you can't really talk to him, but you know he has a green light. But during that time, he was kind of in that mode of if he's going, he can he can he can get it going. Uh, but if he was just in uh, get everybody else in their shot mode, then you could, you know, kind of not really talk to him, but kind of not rattle him, but, you know, make a few comments here and there. Yeah. Just, uh, I, I hate that young people will never know or truly appreciate how good Stefan Marbury was. 
<laughs> like Stephon yeah. Marbury was amazing. Like he yeah. was an amazing player. But I'm not mad at him to get the bag. I um those were my my matchups and you know I took them. All right. What about Gary Payton. Uh he talked he talked some, but like I said, I, <laughs> um, mine wasn't really I wasn't an offensive guy, so it wasn't much of a big deal uh, for him to, to talk trash to he talked trash to everyone. Right. Uh, especially if he ripped you or did something um crazy. He, you know, he would talk trash. He might not say it right in your face, but he will be talking loud enough for you to hear it. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> oh my goodness, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, we, got, we got some interesting stuff going on in the ACC as we race to the finish line here. Uh, it is, it is, it's going to be interesting this week. Is, this week and next week on in the women and the men is going to be very, very interesting. Uh, we all see it. Florida State is the top of the ACC despite a very surprising loss. Can I be honest with you? I am shocked that they lost to North Carolina. And tonight is making it even more shocking because right now, as we speak, live on uh, where are they playing at? The ACC Network, where are they playing at? ESPN. They're playing on ESPN. North Carolina is about to burn a feverish comeback where they just charge down the court and somehow pull this out. They're about to lose to Syracuse. Well, I'll so just, this has been a shocking week, to say the least. We were up in the half. I don't know how many points, but we were up at the half. And North Carolina came back and played really, really well. Uh, our biggest issue was we turned the ball over. And when you're winning games, uh, the last thing you want are turnovers. You, you would rather have a really, really bad shot than to turn the basketball over, uh, especially a live ball. And that was one of the things that killed us. And we let Kessler. I mean, I'm sitting there watching him tonight, and he can't even get the ball to the rim. You know, Did the same thing as Louisville. And I'm sitting there like, how does he get <laughs> these free lanes to the basket and he, he, 20 some points? Well, tonight he's got a whopping four. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't say that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. North Carolina has got to be the most confusing team in the league. They, yeah. they beat Louisville by 100. Then they turn around and lose to Marquette. Yeah. Then they beat Florida State. Yeah. Now they're losing to Syracuse. Losing to Syracuse. And it looks like <laughs> they bar again, they're down by 10 with still two minutes left to go in the game. But I I, I mean, barring but I mean we we said it before. I mean, when teams are five hundred, right around five hundred, or a little bit before five uh a little under five hundred, this is what you get. <laughs> you get, yeah. <laughs> I mean you're gonna get the highs and lows. They are two Go ahead, Charlie. Go ahead. That's the thing that Coach Williams, I heard him say, or the announcer say tonight, that he just didn't know which team was going to show up. Well, tonight the, the team that shoots has shot two of 17 from three-point land showed up. Well, I just heard this on the, on the telecast as well. This is the second or the first. They're, they're about to become the, the first uh, worst shooting uh, three-point shooting team uh, in UNC history. Absolutely. And that surpasses last year's team. 
<laughs> so they are trending in the wrong direction. But then somehow they had some guy hit what four or five threes against Lou. <laughs> I've never seen a team shoot eleven percent from the three point line. Eleven percent. That's like, amazing. I feel like I feel like we could go shoot eleven percent right now. That's well, amazing. It's going down again. Now they're two of eighteen. They just missed the match. I just I, and I just saw the inverse of that on Saturday in the Liberty and Bellarmine game. Uh, Liberty made fifteen threes in that game. Wow. Wow. They, they shot 70% in the first half as a team. Wow. Total yeah, field goal. So how I mean, bad? played that? well. I mean, what Bellarmine didn't play bad. I mean, they were hitting. I mean, some of the shots they were hitting were just unbelievable. That's had, but it's Mark. They had two four-point plays. Wow. <laughs> Looks like Steph Curry. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just catch that fire, man, and then they and they have uh and sometimes you don't. They're, North Carolina is in the don't stage right now. Is this going <laughs> to cost them? Huh? Huh? cost them the tournament? So, so here, so let's go, let's go through because we, I wanted to go through. They're within six they now. To, they're within six now. Oh, they're oh, they may pull it out. They got they time. Some minute forty six left. Yeah, they got some time. They got time. They got time. Syracuse may have grown gone cold. Uh, Syracuse didn't tear the world up. I mean, that, let's not act like they just tearing the world up. They're only shooting uh 29% from three. So, you know, but they if they just hit a few shots, they can pull it out. Well, let's so let's go. We'll keep an eye on that game. Uh so Florida State barring a massive collapse over the next two games, they got Boston College and Notre Dame left. So do they secure the double bye? I think they yeah. do. Yes, they should. I can't imagine those two teams beating them. Which uh, which game is on the road? Uh, it shouldn't matter. Uh, let's look and see. I will I will tell you that here in just a second. Because uh, I think they'll be fine. No game is on the road. Boston College is at home. Yeah, it shouldn't. And it's an early game. It's eleven. It's it's at noon. I mean, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't uh, matter. Yeah, they'll be fine. They go up the night before. Yeah. We play like we normally play, um, you know, outside of turning the ball over. Then I mean, we'll get good shots. We'll make shots uh, defensively. Uh, hopefully we're better than we were in the second half of the UNC game. Right. Um, and I know they'll get it corrected. I know they, you know, with the, with the film and all the different things. I don't know what happened. I, I missed the second half. Oh, I know. I was talking to my mom, but uh, I missed most of the second half. And then when I came back, you know, they were still struggling. We And we missed free throws. I mean, guys that normally make free throws miss free throws. And the second half, Raekwon Gray, I sat there and watched him. He missed like four straight free throws or something like that, which, you know, would have at least kept us close, you know, in, in, in the deal. But he, he just missed – he missed, like, I think it was three out of four uh, free throws down the stretch. Yeah. And when you're getting a chance to get to the free throw line on the road or at home and you're battling trying to either keep a lead or uh, come back, you got to make free throws. Um, yeah. You need to be on the other end of that deal. You need to be, like, three for four, not <laughs> right. one for four. Right. Um, and so that was uh, something that doomed us. You know, and those are th- those are things that are correctable. 
Um, also, the turnovers are correctable. Um, you just got to understand and know uh, that that's what's going to happen. And if you don't play the right way, you can get beat. Well, Virginia took care of business tonight, uh, beating Miami. So their only remaining game is Saturday against Louisville. Uh, I would imagine that they are probably – they're going to get the double bye no matter what happens in that game. Because the worst they can finish would be four, right? I think so, yeah. I think, I think standing-wise, the worst that they can finish is four, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on. Uh, yeah, they're a game – yeah, they're a game. With, they're a game and a half up on Louisville in the fourth spot. So even if they were to lose that game straight up, they've got the the um, the tiebreaker on Clemson in North Carolina, so it won't matter. Yeah, we're, so we're, they should be fine. So we got Virginia. We got Florida State, who's ten and three. Virginia right. twelve and four. Virginia Tech nine and four. Louisville eight and four. And Clemson is nine and five. Yeah. And Virginia Tech, same thing. Although Virginia Tech could theoretically slip out of the uh, out of the the third spot and out of the top the double bye if they were to lose to Louisville and NC State. Was that Virginia Tech? They could. They, yeah, they could lose both of those games. Yeah, they could lose both of those games. And if Clemson won one of those games, then that would put them in the double bye. It, but that's also provided that North Carolina continues to lose, which it looks like they may. Oh, wait a minute. I stand corrected. It's a four-point game. It's a four-point game. They just hit the shot. It's got to be like 30-some seconds, though. <coughs> 42. Yeah. So I mean, Syracuse has done some dumb things down the stretch while, while I kept an eye on it. North Carolina, though, they shot an air ball so bad. I mean, I don't know how it went in that direction. <laughs> Well, they are the short and still made it to the other side of the basket. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) So let me throw this out while we're waiting on to see what's going to happen with this North Carolina game. Uh, Louisville will have to do it without Malik Williams. Yes, he got hurt in there, right? Yeah, he He got hurt. Same foot. Yeah. Uh, That's a that's a that's a blow. Yeah, that's a blow. Yeah. So, So the question is. Out of the four teams, they have the toughest road to the end. Can they do it again? Can they can they hold on to that fourth spot? I think they can. I mean, they beat Virginia Tech the first time without him. Right. And so, uh, you know, he's as 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 much better they are with him, they're used to playing without him. I mean, he's only played what three or four games this right. season. And it's not like so they're used to playing without him. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be a challenge. I'm just sitting here watching uh, them play uh, Duke the other night, and this kid, uh, Carlin uh, Williams, I think that's his name. Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. Oh, uh, Carly Jones. Carly Jones. Jones. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm getting there's a Williams and there's a Williamson. There's you know the point guard. Uh, one thing I saw him do is he took over the game late. Yeah. Um, and he didn't involve anyone else. And to me, that just uh, shows me that he is trying to take over and do too much. And if you get a team that's going to uh, bottle him up, then the other guys are going to you know have to step up 
but he's going to have to work to try to carry them. He uh, he's he's carried them all season. That that game too. Though David Johnson had fouled out. Yeah. They had like uh, Jalen was it Jalen Withers had fouled out. Like yeah. two other guys had fouled out. So yeah. like they were at the bare bones as far as offense goes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like Carly kind of had to. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. I understand okay. that. I'm just saying. I I think he he he'll be the guy and is going to step up. Oh yeah. Start taking you know the big shots and making plays and those types of things. Um, and, but if if I was coaching against him, I would make it really, really difficult on him to get any kind of shot. Right. Make other guys uh, beat him because he is an alpha dog when it comes to just that whole mentality. I mean, you just see it. He just took over. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get it done one way or the other. He um, wasn't going to let them lose that game. No, he well, will. Speaking of, speaking of not letting them lose, Caleb Love with the steal and jumper. Brings <laughs> Carolina within two. two point game. Yeah. Two point game with 18 seconds. So we may, North Carolina may hold on. Uh, and if North Carolina can hold on, then I would say they are poised. I believe in North Carolina taking advantage of a Virginia Tech or Louisville loss to get to the four spot more so than I believe in Clemson. It'd be funny if uh, if Louisville finishes ahead of North Carolina when North Carolina beat them by fifty. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be very. I mean, they're ahead of them right now. They're ahead of them right now. Yeah, they have the. Uh, however, that works out with tiebreakers in that regard. Uh, they have the. I guess the tiebreaker of sorts. It's gonna come uh, down to free throws and defense at this point. Syracuse just missed the front, uh, first free throw. They had shooting two. They got the second. Yeah, he missed. He made the second one. Okay. Uh, I I don't understand. Well, Syracuse is just a weird team to me. They've always but been. They a- just fouled. <laughs> Syracuse fouled with eleven seconds left. I understand you don't want them to get up to three, but it seems like you would let more time go off the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Found him at half court. They're playing zone too. That's he didn't a, even get to set up the zone. He fouled him at half court. Weird play, if ever there was one. I guess they say we'll give up the two, or maybe less. Uh, and then we get the ball back, and they have to foul us. I guess North Carolina almost airballed the free throw. He missed it so bad. So that's probably going to be it. Maybe and well, look, maybe he maybe he knew he played the percentages like they yeah. can't shoot. At all, so <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the game. So with North Carolina, if they can pull, he, if missed, they, both. he missed both. So that <laughs> so so it was the right strategy. It was. It was. Wow. I don't know. There's just too much time left. You normally want to foul uh, with less time, but I mean, if you if that's your strategy, you just go with it and live with the results. And, and I guess that's what they did because. If you get it back, you up one, and they're going to follow you. You got to get the ball in, and they're going to follow you. You got to make sure you got guys that can make shots. Uh, then, you know, you're just hoping that you can run a few seconds off the clock. But if you got to, if they miss, I mean, you're in good shape. That was a, that was interesting. That was interesting. Syracuse got fouled and made one of two free throws, so it's still a four point game. Yeah, but and that's going to be no it. foul. No foul. Right. I was going to say, now you don't foul nobody. It's over. It, they could have caught a foul on that last play, but they didn't. But 
North Carolina got a shot, but it's it's over. They lost seventy two to seven. All right, so there it is. Uh, so North Carolina goes down. So that puts them uh, at nine and six. At nine and six. So they're definitely going to play the opening weekend. Or not the opening weekend, but the opening round. The second round, I guess, would be the second round. Because it's technically it starts Wednesday, right? Or Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's Tuesday. It'll probably start Tuesday and they'll play Wednesday. They'll open that Wednesday game, Wednesday round up. Um, So that's interesting. That is. uh, so that so it really comes down to Clemson having a shot, possibly, if they don't lose. And Clemson plays Syracuse and Pitt. Uh we need to speak about Pitt. They had two kids just say I'm not I'm not playing the rest of the year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I was on. I was on. Uh, I think it was AC Today with Chris Patola. Yeah. Um, and he was asking me about you know guys just getting up, picking up and and walking off the team. <laughs> like, if it, is this you know a pandemic thing or is this is it a trend? And I think it's it's going to be a trend, even though it started out as a pandemic type uh, option mm. where you can opt out of the season. But I think it's going to start a trend very similar to, I think I've said this, very similar to uh, when guys started opting out of the bowl games. Before, you would play the bowl game. I mean, there was guys getting injured, but, I mean, there were some guys whose stock was rising playing in the bowl game, and it wasn't in the championship series. And so once you got McCaffrey and all these other guys, uh, Fournette saying, I'm not playing the bowl game, now that is just the norm. I mean, you got numerous guys doing that. And this year, when the pandemic happened, football guys opted out and decided they want to go and prepare for the combine, which is their prerogative. Right. Now you got guys who are on teams that are struggling at the end of the year. They're saying, hey, I'm done. I'm going to opt out and go to the to the, prepare for the NFL or whatever the case may be. And I think the same thing, the trend is going to start happening now when you have teams who aren't playing for much of anything, there, there are going to be some players that say, hey, I'm out. Especially if they know they're going to the NBA or to the lottery or whatever the case may be. Hey, I'm done. Uh, our team is not going to make it to where we're going to be playing for a championship. And so I'm going to go and just prepare. It's something that we got to deal with, and man, I'm just saying it. This generation, <laughs> do you do you think different, man? <laughs> they different. This is um, because you said you think it's a it's, it's going to start a trend. Do you think? Because I don't know the two players that opted out. Were they NBA type players? Or? That's what I have to ask. I I didn't hear about. I, I, I one, was, that. one was one of their best players. Uh, I, I think uh, one was lean, lean score. So I wonder, I wonder if this is going to be because they're just, they're going to try to go NBA, or is this because they're going to try to go transfer portal? Uh, well, a couple of them uh, might have might be a transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're NBA guys uh, because you don't know them, 
but right. um, <laughs> they may be going to transfer portal. And Probably just, transfer portal. You know, but it's just weird though. It's very like, weird. Two guys <laughs> back to back. Like one was one week right after the Florida State game, and then the other one was the like the maybe that same week or a little bit later in the week. And it was both two two of the best players. Wow. Like if, if Duke ends up in the NIT, I can see Hurt not playing in the NIT. He's going and, and just and just go ahead and go. I mean, with that size and shooting range, I would imagine he's probably going to be a pick. Well, and then and then the other part of that is this: he's jab step jumper. <laughs> uh, well, as as, as a fourth option on an NBA team, he'll be fine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're right. But, you know, the, the thing about it is, is that one it goes with Ron said you can opt out and go to the G League and make some actual money. So that's one thing. <laughs> but the other thing is, um, a lot of these guys are looking at it and they're saying, I, I'm assuming they're saying this, that if if we're truly not gonna make a run. And I don't, and I, and this is one of those years where I can transfer and not lose anything. Why not do that? I, I, I hope this isn't a trend. I, I'm hoping this isn't a trend, but it's, I don't know. You're right, Charlie. I don't know. It's, it's, it's strange. It is a trend that's going to start because now you get this one year. I mean, transfer rule. If that comes into play then you're going to start seeing more and more of this. Um, and some guys don't have a plan that I found out. And some guys have, you know, called around and got fillers. Uh, but most of them sometimes just do these things off of emotions. Mm-hmm. And then they go after the fact and try to find, you know, find something. But, you know, I I just think it's, it's going to be, a trend because now we got a transfer portal. I mean, a transfer portal is full every year. Yeah, yeah. Before, before the transfer portal, you know, there were there we didn't have that many guys just transferring because they had to sit out a year or go try to get a waiver. But now what they're getting ready to do with this, you know, one year transfer without having a chance, without having to sit out. I mean, that thing's gonna be full. Let me play devil's advocate a little bit. If I link up with a horrible coach and we don't get along, I he sold me a bill of goods. It's not what I thought it was going to be. Not from a playing time perspective, but just from a, a a personality perspective. Like he and I just don't click. Am I should I be trapped in a situation or should I have the option to go somewhere else? Well, they give me an option now. I mean, well, I'm asking, but I'm saying. <laughs> That is that is that a, do you do you think that's okay? Do you like that or do you not like that? Like well, if you sign your name on dotted line, you're stuck. How do you feel about that? Um, I think it's a personal preference, you know, because if someone's throwing basketballs at you, or whatever the case may be, right, right, and that's what I was thinking. You know, there, there, there's that leeway. I mean, that's yeah. just it's like always it. been a business, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And if someone, you know, moves on, like a coach that you came in with, moves on, you should have to go. You should have an option to choose. I'm not saying you stay in a situation where you're being abused. Uh, that, you know, whether it's verbal abuse, physical abuse, whatever the case may be. And I'm talking about 
All things are normal. There's no yeah, real reason. I'm not saying you know, I'm not yeah. saying you know like abuse that way, right. but you feel mm -hmm. like man, he's he's not encouraging me to do X Y Z. He's always on me about something. Um, you know, we're just not seeing eye to eye on not so much plan time, but just philosophical th things and right. Yeah. But then again, when you get married, what are you going to do? <laughs> When you have these issues, are you going to run? Are you going to sit there and talk it out, work it out? I'm not saying stay in an abusive situation, but I'm saying if there are philosophical differences, at some point there has to be uh, an opportunity for you to reconcile, come together, and make up so that we can continue to move on. Yeah. But some people decide they want to leave. You, you, can't, you can't keep running because of irreconcilable differences, what you're saying. Uh, you can't because and, yeah. everywhere you go, there's going to be irreconcilable differences. Right. I mean, you see it at the high school level with these kids. You, we, we talked about it last week, Charlie, with somebody, these kids that bounce around all over the country, play four different high schools in four years. Yeah. You see that all the time. I don't want to, I don't, I hope to not see that in college. Because I do, I mean, I, I agree that, you know, if the coach can just up and leave at any point, then, you know, the players should be able to have that same freedom. Yeah, obviously. But at the, same, at the same time, it's like, you know, you do get some kids, it's like, if this not everything's not exactly what they want, then they're, they're, they're going to bounce. And I don't like that either. Yeah. And so, it, it, I mean, it's, 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 I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know what the right decision is with that. But it's a, it's a definitely a tricky, tricky thing, man. It's really, really tricky. Let's take a quick break, come right back. Uh, you're listening to Believe in the ACC. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Mr. Noise, and I'm trying to tell y'all what's going on with our newest sponsor, eBay. Now, whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verifies the box, logo, stitching, and a dozen of other inspection points. And each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers, $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. You can't beat that. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. That's ebay.com slash sneakers today. It's eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Tell them the noisemaker sent you. All right, we are back. That's Charles. Shout out to eBay. They made it possible for me to play NCAA football because I got an Xbox 360 off of eBay. Off <laughs> <Not like> eBay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when, I, when I traded in my old Xbox 360 to get my Xbox One, I kept the college football game just in case. Just in case. And, and now look at it. Look at it. Got, me a, got me a 360 on eBay. Play it all the time. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Chad, Chad over in the watch party said, kids are seeing the real programs and not seeing what they like, and they bounce. They go on these recruiting trips, and they get shown the bells and whistles. 
Huh? That's what I mean. That's what the recruiting trips for. He said, "Yeah, but then they get on the." He said they get on the campus and they go, "Wait a minute, what happened to all those things I saw? Those bells and whistles." And well, if, they, if they if they thought the bells and whistles was gonna be there every day when they got there, that's on them. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the real coaches let them know, you know. Once they sign and all of that, I mean, it is what it is. You're going to keep your word, but it's not going to be all pieces and cream like the recruiting, you know, honeymoon. Uh, it's just like when you have a dinner party. I mean, you, you keep your house one way when you know ain't nobody coming over, and you keep it another way when you're going to have a dinner party. Recruiting is a dinner party. How you keep your house every day is what every day is. Right. No, that's exactly right. Um yeah, I, I again, I hope this is not a trend, or at least I hope the trend becomes leaving under extreme circumstances, and and then, but but then, do we really want to leave in the hands of the NCAA? What exactly. the circumstance is? That's the problem. <laughs> right. I, I mean, like I said, if it's a one, one, uh, one move or one transfer rule, then you know. The transfer portal is going to fill up, or especially yeah. early on. Um, but I think over the course of time, you'll start to see uh, more people transfer. It won't be – I'm sorry, it won't be as many people. There will be still quite a few, but it won't be as many. Uh, but they can only do it one time. And so wherever they go next, I mean, they're stuck. Or they have to sit out, you know, if they want to try to move again. Yeah. Most times you don't see multiple transfers. I mean, you may see every blue moon, but you don't see multiple transfers. If a guy that's transferring out and he finds a place, he normally sticks. Right. I think it's a good rule. It's free agency. This is you call it for what it is. Yeah. It's free agency. And and some people can build their teams on it. I mean, you look at all the Top tier teams in basketball, they got a transfer. <laughs> All right. I mean, look, I mean, yeah. their best player is Carly Jones. Yeah, transfer. That's transfer. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You just get one, you're good in basketball. In football, mm-hmm. if you can get five or six, like Florida State has done, and you can get those guys to plug in where you may need some assistance. Good you player. Might have to I mean, you can kind of, kind of help your team. You know, yeah. so you know. I mean, Louisville just got one. They got Christian McCaffrey's brother. He just transferred to Louisville from Nebraska. Yep. Yep. And so that's that's probably gonna be Malik's. Uh, he's probably gonna follow when Malik when Malik leaves. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that it is it is like it's the off season for college sports for basketball and football especially is like the hot stove league for, yeah, <laughs> for baseball not, and everything else. Yeah, it's not a small thing anymore. It, it used to not be a big deal other than recruiting. But now it's, it's like uh, the whole ranking system could change based on who transferred where. Yep. Now, we, so, Florida State picked up a commit from um, this kid from Houston, uh, one of their best players who opted out of the year. And he's now he's going to be at Florida State next year. Um, wow. I can't remember his name. I know he's number two. Uh, but he's one of the best players uh, that they had on their team. And 
now he's going to be at Florida State next year. I think wow. he may have a couple years left. Wow. Well, it was a discussion I saw. I saw the other night after Wolverine won won that game at Duke of of Carly Jones if if he was a, if he's going to win the ACC Player of the Year. It's I mean it's a chance if he was to pull it off. Would he be the first player to win the player of the year in two different conferences because he won the player of the year in the conference he came from? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'll, you'll start seeing stuff like that. I mean, <laughs> that's a great point. That's a great point. I'm thinking it's probably happened because you've had so many grad transfers over the last few years. It probably has happened, but it, I mean, it might become the norm, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. I haven't heard it happen yet in a Power Five, though. I haven't. I haven't either. But I don't play that. Pay that much attention to who won player well, of the year in conference. <laughs> I, I have not cared at all. So, <laughs> so this, it could have already happened. We just don't. Uh, you know, the women start Wednesday, uh, but their top four seeds, to, to the surprise of no one, is Louisville, NC State, Georgia Tech. And because of our mojo, she's going to have to give us some credit on this one. Brooke is going to. Oh, no, she lost her next game after she was on with us. <laughs> But she still, she still got the fourth spot, though. Yeah. That wasn't our, that part wasn't our fault. She got the fourth spot. She got that was from work prior. Things <laughs> <laughs> fell into place for her. Yeah, we, uh, we didn't play very well on the road. We were, what were we, two and six on the road. And seven <laughs> went at home. <laughs> But you know what? I got the sense when she was on with us that she was kind of concerned about that Notre Dame game. I mean, because I mean, she knows her team. Yeah. And, right. <laughs> and we start, as I just mentioned, we didn't play very well on the road. So, what is it about the road for young teams? Is it just the I'm not the breaking of a routine? Is it what is it? Because the, the Notre Dame, do they have fans? I didn't watch that game. Do they have fans in the building? I don't think they have fans up there. I can, I can I understand the road being hard, you know, in regular times, but right now, I was gonna say, because right now it's just a, it's just a, uh, a yeah. I mean, look at Duke. Yeah, you know, I mean, look at Duke and Kentucky. <laughs> They're just gyms now, and they lose it right, all. And they, and they can't, man. It is not the same. <laughs> it's not the let, same. Let, let me just uh, share this with you. With uh, at Florida State, uh, there are people in the stands. <laughs> right. I know y'all got so that so that means something. It could be the difference. I mean, that is that is a difference from you know I guess for our ladies. It is the difference, and even for our men, you know, even if you're not playing well, you find a way to get that energy from the crowd, mm-hmm. and you find a way, you know, to come back. You find a way to give a little extra um, because you can feed off that momentum. Right. When you're on the road and you're trying to find that momentum, trying to find that extra energy, it has to come from the guys on the bench. And the other night, uh, I know I know we're talking about the ladies, but the other night at North Carolina, they had people in the stands, I think, for the first time. And it paid dividends for them in the second half. Once they got that momentum, that fan base started coming through, giving them a little bit more energy, and they played a little harder. And it's, that is, to me, I think is the biggest difference uh, with right at this time. And even – when you do have fans, 
I think that's the reason why a lot of teams have great success at home uh, because they kind of ride the momentum of the fans and, the, uh, and they provide that extra energy that you need. So with the tournaments going off the way that they are, we will see the cream rise to the top this time, I think, because that like there won't be these massive fans that can rally you to victories. True. So we're going to find out truly who the best teams are. Um, there, there'll be fans at, at the uh, NCAA. Well, there'll be fans in the ACC, but the NCAA, with it all being in Indianapolis, which means it's in the state of Indiana, there's going to be crowds there. Trust me. <laughs> oh, yeah, Indiana, you know, they – Oh, Indiana's off the charts like that? Oh, yeah, Indiana's okay. having a good time. Yeah, they're yeah, – they're, they're, Good time for the whole thing. they like, what, what, what are y'all talking about? Like, we have you know, I was, It wasn't as bad when I went up there for the girls' state championship last weekend. It was? But it was still – I mean, it was still – it was probably about a fourth full in Baker's life. So – Man, now if they really wanted a bubble, they probably should have gone like to the Dakotas. <laughs> <laughs> There's not probably not enough courts in the Dakotas. I'm just saying, they, they got the enough Dakotas. I mean, if they really wanted a bubble. I mean, that's, that's what. That's is that near Mount Rushmore? Is that is that where they would they play the game there? Not <laughs> Life Center. Yeah. <laughs> if you really, really want a bubble. I mean, that's where the lowest numbers are. At least they were. <laughs> Put them out there. Because not many people are coming out there either. That's that's for sure. That is a long ways. They may not get there. I mean, they get hit by a snowstorm in the Dakotas. They may not get there either. <laughs> I don't know. That, on one level, that probably would work. But on another level, you're probably looking, looking at a nightmare. <laughs> well, man, your your Florida State Seminoles are clearly the, the the best team in the ACC right now, uh, followed by Virginia and Virginia Tech. Uh, North are we Carolina still keeping that out. secret? Yeah, no, secret's gone. That secret's been gone. We still trying to keep that secret, Charles. That's gone. It's over. Uh, I just want us to continue to. Uh, you can't basketball you can't under, the narrative. under the narrative. <laughs> coach, coach, coach Ward, you don't even know how to craft this narrative anymore. The secret is out. I want to play good basketball under the radar. <laughs> let them keep us at 11. Uh, we don't need to be the 11 seed. I don't think that's – that's. but we're the number 11 team, right? No, no, we're right. 11 in the nation. Oh, okay. You're going to so end I, up at two or three seed. Yeah, I think we're going to end up – uh, probably a little bit, I don't know about a little bit higher, but because um, we got to win these next two games just to get some momentum. Yeah. Uh, going into the, uh, the the ACC tournament, we get the double bye, and then just play. But the good thing about it is if we win these next two games, I'm just going to let you guys know, that means that we would have won the ACC regular season title two years in a row. Almost as good as Louisville women's winning it four years in a row. <laughs> well, they I mean, used to it. 
Let's are we really flexing right now, Charlie? Let's not do that. Let's just <laughs> let's accept the success that you currently have and let's move on. Uh, I'm just saying we we are grateful to get an invite. Oh, here you go. To the tournament. Since we're grateful to get an invite to the tournament, I'm just saying it is grateful. I'm grateful that we get an opportunity to potentially win the ACC. Two years in a row. You're not going to start singing Hezekiah Walker, are you? <laughs> Which song? Grateful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to start singing Grateful right now? Charlie, Charlie, Charlie knows he's full of it. Charlie, <laughs> I just want us to keep sleeping, man. <laughs> no, bro. The lights are on. Breakfast has been made. If you, if you went out, if you went out the rest of these games, you're probably going to be a two seed. There's no secret about right, a two there's seed. There's no secret of a two seed. Everybody knows the two seed is good. What are you hey, talking about? We're just grateful to get a get an invite to the tournament. <laughs> the Blue Bloods tournament. I can't believe you're still holding on to this narrative. That's what I can't believe. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> The Blue Bloods tournament, baby. <laughs> wow, the Blue Bloods tournament that barely going to be in the tournament. <laughs> yeah. You think, really? you think North Carolina's going to make it? I, I was just going to say, I was just going to ask that question. I'm concerned about North Carolina now. I have a feeling they're going to have to at least win at least one or two games in the tournament to have a shot. I think so. I think they're going to have to win, win, win at least one game. At, at least, least one. Yeah, maybe two. But they get a they got a buy. They'll get the single buy probably, probably. Barring them win, unless they well, let's see who they have left. They 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 played tonight, and they have Duke. Oh wow! Oh, you got I know they played Duke there in the season. Wow, that's not a, that's not a lock. They got Duke on Saturday. That's not a lock. No, this should be a good game. Is that at Duke or it doesn't matter? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say it's that. At, uh, oh, but but Carolina, I think this this time because they played at Duke. They did play at Duke last time. I want to say they did. Uh, I think you might be right, Charlie. Yeah, there is at North Carolina this time. Yeah, so, they, they but again, it's not a lock. North Carolina's gonna find a way to have a lot of fans at that game. <laughs> Surprisingly, uh, the, they'll, the the governor will announce uh, 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 a release of fans <laughs> on Thursday, right before the game. Increase capacity. We decided to increase capacity to forty five percent. Wait, what? What? Forty five percent? Long as they got the mask on, they can come. <laughs> All of a sudden, it'll be it'll be fans in the. Because Indiana, the state of Indiana, now we talk about that. The state of Indiana, just this um, this last week, was uh, um, opening stuff up more, just in time for the tournament. Just in time for the tournament. <laughs> I, I think I think North Carolina's got to win out, win this game, and and win. They got to win at least two more games. They got to find two more wins from somewhere. So let's. So so, what does that mean for Duke then? Are, are, are they done? It's done. Yeah, yeah, they have no shot to make the unless, tournament. Unless they win the ACC tournament. They, they are the ones that will be grateful for an invitation. <laughs> <laughs> they, not, it's not going to happen for them. Right. Then I, we can check them both. 
We're about, can y'all believe that? We're about to see a tournament where there's no Duke and no Kentucky. Wow. And maybe no North Carolina. And maybe no North Carolina. So if Duke beats North Carolina, you think that's going to knock North Carolina out? Yeah. I think they'll I have think, to win the tournament. I think, I think Bar- yeah, I think North Carolina will be in some serious trouble. Wow. Serious trouble. So Isn't that crazy? Wow. Take their spot. Well, I think it opens it up for another team in a whole other conference. Oh, well, the Big Ten. Yeah, the Big Ten. Another team right now. Yeah, like 10, 10 teams in the top 20. <laughs> I'm just saying, the North Carolina is, is in trouble. This was not a good loss. I've got a feeling they're going to find a way in. <laughs> Listen, you can't produce a great TV show and not have the actors – that you normally have in it, not right. there. Uh, you can't like have that. you can't have Martin without Martin. <laughs> they will find a way. They, I mean, they'll put him on. You know, one of the pregame shows. I mean, at halftime. They're angry that Kentucky. <laughs> listen, the NCAA is 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 hot that Kentucky's not going to be there. So they'll put Coach Cal on CBS. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Or one of those ESPN. One of those. Uh, They'll write him a quarter of a million dollar contract and say, just come do these next three weeks for us. I'm trying to remember in 2013, did he do because they, they lost the first round of the NIT that year? I can't remember if he did TV or not. He uh, may not have. He might have decided to go to recruit, but they came recruit. Did. Yeah, I don't remember what he did. I don't, yeah, I don't I remember. I can tell you what, Fatino would probably be doing TV during the tournament. Yeah. When was the last time UK and Duke both were not in the tournament? That's a great question. That's a great question because I know it was. A, I saw a stat earlier this year that like it was the first time that neither one of them was ranked was since the seventies. And so you probably have to. Man, I'm looking it up. I have a question. But who do you think will be the Nebraska? Florida State. Um, who else was a blue blood in football that's kind of fell off? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Well, Notre Dame. They they're back up there. Who do you think would be that type of um, school or team in the next five years? That applaud completely off. I mean, like like we like Florida State. Like Nebraska is now. Like Florida State is now. Yeah. Trying to you know, trying to rebound back. Trying to rebound, but we had our moments where we went. I mean, I think Duke still, when coach whenever Coach K retires, if he retires, oh, yeah. whenever Coach K retires, it's it's going to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a real challenge. Because um, why would you go there? <laughs> like, who, why, what other reason? Depen- I mean, it depends on who they bring in. But I mean, okay, who would you bring in? They, I think they're there. the candidate to Probably drop Chris off. Collins were. Who? Yeah. Chris Collinsworth. He's a coach at um Northwestern. Collins. Yeah. Was, Collins. Yeah, Collinsworth. Chris Collins. Collinsworth. Yeah. <laughs> Collins. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking Chris Collinsworth. Really? <laughs> he coach? Yeah, it probably would be Collins at Northwestern. But I think yeah, of the Blue Bloods, the of the Blue Bloods, I think Duke is the one that's most likely because uh, because if you look at the other Blue Bloods, they've had multiple coaches do it. You know, Kentucky's had multiple coaches, you know, be successful. Kansas has had multiple coaches 
be successful. But Duke is, I mean, yes, I mean, yeah, they had some success before Coach K, but it's mostly Coach K. Yeah, is Indiana blue blood? Technically, they they would they would be, I guess, one because they're going through it right now. Yeah, they've been going through it. <laughs> they have not had a real sustainable program since Bobby Knight left. It's been okay. up and down every. They have this not year, had any sustainability. What since he left? This year's team is it's just a head scratcher. I mean, they've got they some got talent. talent. They have I mean, Trace talent. Jackson Davis. I mean, he is a player, man. Yes, they've they've got players out there, but they are so inconsistent. I mean, they got swept. They swept Iowa, and then got swept by Rutgers. But here's the thing. <laughs> Indiana these last few years like they've had at least one great player on their team the last few years and they have not been able to do anything put anything around that player it's like they go get that one great player and he's great and goes to the NBA and is great but in Indiana he's terrible or Terrible. The year they had they had Zeller was it Zeller and Oladipo on the same yep. team, and Yogi Ferrell was a point guard. I remember they played Syracuse in the NCAA tournament, and it was like they had never seen a zone before. Yeah, and they just got ran out of the gym. That was, was the last really great team they had. Yeah, that was Creed. Yeah, but Archie Miller. Like I said, they they the good the thing that I think is going to save his job. Is because he is starting to keep the talent in state. Yeah. Because like there for a while, I mean, the best players in Indianapolis were leaving Indiana, but he is starting to get those players to stay in the state. But man, they they don't win. They don't win big games. I mean, as I said, they or if they do, they'll turn around and lose to somebody they shouldn't lose to, like the Iowa and Rutgers thing. I mean, is, is, is Kansas going to survive the NCAA investigation? I think they will. I mean, as long as Coach Self is there, yes. Yeah. Okay. So they probably won't fall off anytime soon. No. They're going to still get recruits unless they just strip them, you know, down to bare minimum. Right. Which I don't think they'll do that. I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to do that either. Yeah. So Blue Bloods, you know what's interesting to me since we're talking about Blue Bloods? Why hasn't UCLA ever made it back? Mm, that's another one. That is a strange situation. I don't understand that either. Because UCLA has talent. Maybe it's because it's the cost of living is at, is so high out there that they can't get assistant coaches. You know what I'm saying? Because assistant coaches. Because <laughs> you got to pay them. Yeah, I pay, I'm just throwing I'm spitballing. No, but yeah, that's, not, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad theory, though. You got to pay these guys. It, you got to start their salary higher just on the fact of cost of living. Yeah. I, I think UCLA is on their way back. I think they I like Cronin. I think they have a good recruiting class coming in next year, and which will help them, you know. Now, Arizona, I think, is another team that's probably going to hit that mediocre – Stretch at one point they were top, you know, top yeah, two. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to be able to, you know, overcome this investigation deal, even though I think it's Miller, Coach Miller, uh, will make probably last. 
you know, but it doesn't seem like they're getting the same type of athletes. No, they're not. That's another program that is like, it's like weird that they're not more successful. Arizona, UCLA. But I think they're experiencing the same thing because now you're starting to even see it spill into women's sports. Like normally it's UConn, Tennessee, and everybody else. Right. And now everybody's starting to spread out more. Right now, yeah. And I think that might be part of what's happening even in college, in men's, more, even more than oh, it yeah. was. Oh, That's yeah. You just look at last year's draft for the proof of that, that, you know, yeah. lottery picks and none of them were from the Blue Bloods. And I, I mean, think number one pick in the draft was from Georgia. And and I think that's where we're yeah, I think that's where we're headed. I think we're headed toward a culture where kids are saying, I don't have to go to that school. I can go where I want and be great, and then I'm going to still get drafted. Yeah, like Florida State. <laughs> I, I, how did y'all get back in this conversation? I don't understand. Because we're in the ACC. Oh. And, and we're part of Believe in the ACC. <laughs> So when we talk about lottery picks and all those types of things, <laughs> we had a kid go in the lottery who didn't, didn't even start. Patrick Williams. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, you're right. You're culture. right. That's what you call culture. The man didn't even start a game. But you don't, but again, you don't necessarily, I don't think that's listen. I'm not gonna hold you up, but Enos Cantor did he? He never played a game at UK. And the guy, Daniel Orton, he barely played and was right. And these guys are having long-standing careers in the NBA right now. So well, Daniel Orton didn't have a long story. Well, <laughs> I think I played as many games as he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, I do have our our new segment, which I'm starting to love. Our non-ACC question of the week. All right. Uh, breaking news, the Knicks are all right. Right. <laughs> they are fourth. Charlie's Knicks are fourth in the Eastern. Can you believe I'm surprised this? Charlie didn't come in with a Knicks shirt on today instead of the uh, Rockets. Right. Like, Especially after the way the Grizzlies beat the Rockets. The why, why would you wear the shirt of the team that's lost 11 in a row and not wear the shirt? Of a team that's fourth in the Eastern Conference. He's trying to keep uh, them a secret. Yeah. Let the Knicks sleep, baby. Let's keep rising while folks are sleeping on us. I'm just saying. Oh, my goodness. I'm, throwing, I'm trying to throw people off. I think wow. Tom Thibodeau is, is coach of the year. At this point, yes. <laughs> oh, by like, He's not even close. Either, well, Quinn Snyder might be a, He's close. Yeah, I would I would give it to Tom in a runaway right now. Like in a runaway. I just did y'all the fourth in the conference. You expect the Jazz to have the best record in the league? (laughs) But that's more more plausible than the Knicks being fourth in the Eastern Conference. Mm, Not really. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) You think you don't expect expect the Jazz who how many people do you know on that team besides Donovan Mitchell? You know Rudy Gobert. You uh, know uh, what's what Boban, whatever his name is. Uh, Boban's not even at Utah. What's it's the guy? 
They all I'm sound about the same. It. Uh, they all sound but the same. I tell you what, Jordan Clarkson is like he's playing I mean, really, really well. It's well. Jamal Crawford reincarnated. Down by ten right now. I'm saying, yeah, the Jazz are down by ten at New Orleans right now. But New Orleans was playing really, really well though. Yeah, but I say it's more likely that the Knicks would be fourth in the Eastern Conference than the Jazz have the best record to lead. You think it's more likely? I don't know about that one. Yeah, not more likely. (laughs) I don't know it's more likely because because we we've been in the dumps for quite some time. Shout out to World Wide West, turning it all around. M and KP. <laughs> Who's that? Kenny Payne. Oh, we're we're all Wild West and Kenny Payne just turned everything all around. around. Who knew? Uh, hello, shout out to my man, Mr. James Dolan, Jim Dolan, whoever you want to call him. That ain't your man's. Where, where's, where's the love for the owner now? <laughs> Man, it's it's Kentucky North. That's what it is. It's Kentucky I'm, I'm North. Saying. You got you got Kenny Payne. You got World Wide West. You got Julius <laughs> Randle. You got Emmanuel Quickly. Oh, yeah, Evan got, Knox. They're seeing the theme developing. <laughs> hey, Kentucky, you want you want Kentucky to be a Nick? Just like if you go to Arkansas, you'll probably end up being at the Cowboys. <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough talk about the Knicks, man. Let the let the Knicks sleep. Oh my goodness. We Nobody's game, gonna we, sleep on the Knicks. One game over 500. All right. And we trending. We're doing well. I think we They're won. Doing well. I can't listen. We won four in a row. Let us keep keep rising while we're sleeping. Yeah, this year all this. Why do you even want Obi to Toppin? Play? Even Obi Toppin, his younger brother plays in Kentucky. I mean, it's just Kentucky North. <laughs> There's a theme. There's a pipeline. I just like what they're playing. They, they, they act like they know what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's strange to see that. <laughs> way to actually watch a competitively intelligent Knicks team. That's <laughs> those things, things have not trended together uh, as of recent dates, but certainly right now they are. Doing quite well. I'm happy no, I actually had somebody last season, last season, bet me that the Knicks would have a better yeah. record than Brooklyn would last season. That That's guy still owes, he still owes me a rib dinner. <laughs> Who is that? I, some guy. I barely even knew him. I, it, it just we got to talk because another buddy of mine is a huge Knicks fan. You should you should find him well and get at least give him the door. He owns, a, he owns a barbecue restaurant and he's like, Oh, oh yeah, get the door. Get the door. Yeah. It's somewhere in town. I don't know where it they is. They have plant based uh, barbecue. I'm just I'm gonna go out on a limb and say probably not. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, Charlie? That doesn't even sound right. That sounds. <laughs> What are you doing, Charlie? <laughs> what do you mean? It doesn't sound right. You got some vegan ribs? <laughs> you can have vegan ribs. <laughs> but I don't want vegan ribs, Charlie. It's going to taste the same. And that, Charlie, you know what? We're not doing this. You put that famous barbecue sauce. Charlie, we're not doing it. I'm not doing this with you. I'm not saying I'm not going to sit here with you and, and talk about vegan ribs being the same as baby backs. You put <laughs> you put the same sauce on, you'll never know the difference. I'm just saying, because the seasoning makes everything. Is that not true? 
So you've been listening to Believe in the ACC. <laughs> <laughs> and it's flying tonight. <laughs> oh, well. Vegan I that, hey, that don't even sound right, Charlie. Vegan Reed. Can, can you find me some vegan barbecue? What what are what are your what are your closing comments tonight, Charlie? That's what we're <laughs> my closing comments. Let, let's listen to this. My closing comments. Kudos to Florida State. Of course, my alma mater, but kudos to Florida State for giving my man Coach Ham an extension. Five years. Now it may be eighty by the time he finished the contract, but it doesn't matter. I am so happy for Coach Ham and the work that he's done, um, being a pioneer, uh, you know, for a lot of African-American coaches, uh, being a mentor to a lot of coaches in general. Yeah. And for Florida State to recognize what he's doing um, is just commendable. And I'm happy that he's uh, he's able to receive, you know, this extension uh, because he has a good thing rolling. <laughs> right on, Ron. I swear you see that. I swear you see that. And that's coming from a chef. He's he's a chef. So. <laughs> right on. But and, and Coach Ham might be eighty, but he'll still look younger than all of us. That is, that is very true. Speak for yourself. I, I I hope to look like Coach Ham when I'm eighty. I'm I'm, one, I'm already in route. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Huh? There's no uh, just FYI. There's no there's no bone in plants. It's called a stem. <laughs> That's the point, Charlie. I'm just saying. <laughs> you want bones? I give you stems. I don't know what's happening right now. I don't know what's happening right now. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's happening right so, now. I mean, they both can be very helpful. I'm mean, not doing this with you, Charlie. And and when it's all said and done, get Charlie. to that sparkling grape juice again, Charlie. Yeah, that's what's really happening. <laughs> Did you finally use that CBD oil your friend and told you? About? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> yes, they have a CBD company that we that sponsors us. They we had one at one time. Oh, no longer. I don't know how this works. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still just, waiting on my popcorn, my steaks, <laughs> my CBD oil. <laughs> you haven't gotten popcorn yet? No. We gotta get some popcorn. We gotta do that. We're gonna make that happen. It, can you eat? Do you eat? Is there vegan popcorn, Charlie? <laughs> Listen, I said we sent Charlie some popcorn. Yeah. It was not vegan. Now, it was gluten free, but it was not vegan at all. Um, there were some things that were, you know. As long as it's dark chocolate, not milk. But Charlie, it wasn't vegan. And you enjoyed it, which lets me know that um, yeah, I, I mean, in moderation. I didn't the, I didn't eat the whole thing. You didn't eat the butter, you ate the caramel corn. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to end on that note. Oreo. Oreo, what was it? What was it? Oreo? Uh, what was the Oreo one? It was Oreo. There's an Oreo popcorn? Oh, he's got 250 flavors. Yeah, he got all the flavors. 
It was good. Go on there. Do me a favor, kids. Go on there and find something you like. Two hundred. Doingtheworldofflavor.com is the name of the of, is the name of the, of the sponsor. Doingtheworldofflavor.com, and and find something that you like, and we'll get that sent to you. Yes, I'll make that happen. <laughs> but it won't be vegan. I'm just telling you now. I I, I had ribs tonight. <laughs> My guy. It had a bone and not a stem. That's right. <laughs> right. Might need, some, uh, might need some chai tea to help with the I digestion. Do, I'll, I'll do some chai tea. I'm, I'm just saying. You said to help with the digestion. I'm I don't, good. Charlie, I don't even know who you are anymore. I just, you're changing before my very eyes is what's happening. This is the same guy that came on this show. This show and ate ice cream in our face. In our face. Victory ice cream. Victory. Yes. You know what kind it was, though, right? Oh, God. Homemade. Right. Yeah, it was homemade. It was good, too. <laughs> Made of fruit. Oh, my goodness. My bad. You are something else. <laughs> he's in All rare right. form tonight. <laughs> he's in rare form tonight. He's in rare form. Uh, this podcast will drop tomorrow. Uh, wherever podcast can be heard, so make sure you take a listen to that. Like, so share, and subscribe it to it. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, believe in the ACC. Come here, Charlie. We'll be off the chain. That's, that's all you're going to need at this point in your life. So we'll see y'all in a couple Go Knicks, baby. Go Knicks. <laughs> Go Knicks. And you have been listening to Believe in the ACC with Charlie Ward and Lloyd Spence. You can tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on the Believe Podcast Network, Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere podcasts can be heard. You can also watch Charlie and Lloyd on Facebook, on the Noisemakers page, and on YouTube on the Noise Media YouTube channel. Please like, subscribe, and follow on all our platforms. And we will keep taking you inside the ACC. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.